Whether you call them pomme de terre, patatas, kartoffeln, ardapelen, kartoshka, bitartan, batatas, jimanaki, proti, tudu, alu, or just good old spuds, welcome to Planet Potato. Hello and a warm welcome back to Planet Potato from your potato pals, Cedric Porter and Anna Lambert. Hope things have been good with you. Uh, we've had a busy week on Planet Potato, haven't we, Cedric? We certainly have. Uh, I've been uh, I've been tending Miss Buds in the garden. And what have you been doing, Anna? I've been cooking patatas bravas, um, a delicious looking recipe. Uh, I think purists might object because I did them in the oven. I fried them in the oven and then made the two garlicky sauces to go with them. And very delicious they were too. They were. Yum. Yeah, very, very yummy. Um, and how are things? Have we had any reaction? We've had a to reaction. episode two. We have. Dun, da, 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 we have listeners in 33 countries. So that's a shout out to Potato Pals in Lebanon. Yeah, Mexico. China and Russia. Yeah, and lots and lots of other, well, at least 29 other places as well, wherever you are. I have to say as well, uh, last time we heard from Phil Clymer about his Lauren Bacall encounter via a chip and uh, one Caroline Dooley of uh, the United Kingdom down south was so inspired by Phil's story that she has recorded her own tribute uh, in the style of Lauren Bacall and her famous quote from To Have and Have Not. Let's hear from Caroline. You know how to eat a chip, don't you, Phil? You just put your lips together and chew. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, Lauren, for that tip-top chip-tip. Very good, Cedric. So most we've discovered that most decent podcasts have some sort of theme. So yes. it's only taken three, three episodes, episodes yeah. to to decide on a theme. So Anna. For this week anyway. So this week's theme is, it's emerged as, why we love potatoes. And I was thrilled to um, bag Jenny Linford, a fantastic UK-based food writer and author of Potatoes, 65 Delicious Ways with the Humble Potato from Fries to Pies, which is published by Ryland Peters and Small, to talk to us. And I began by asking her why, why she loves the potato. Well, you know, it's a wonderful food. I always think of it as a sort of friendly food because it's it's humble and unpretentious. You know, it's, it's cheap, it's affordable, it's available. And writing that cookbook really brought home to me what a versatile ingredient it is. Um, it just lends itself to so many things. And it's not a showy, flashy ingredient, um, partly because its flavours are so subtle. But it gives a huge amount of pleasure. I mean, every recipe I tested for that book, you know, we ate it. It was like, oh, that was so nice. It was, and lots of them are incredibly easy. And that's one of the charms of it, I think. It's that, you know, it's a very... Yeah, so I think it's friendly because it doesn't require a huge amount of skill. It's, you know, it's very adaptable. It's, it's fun and, and you, can, you can have very good results, you know, with very little input, which is sort of a joy as far as I'm concerned. Um, because it is just an amazingly diverse, you know, ingredient. I mean, also, you know, one of its charms from a cook's point of view is that you can cook. It's, it's cooked around the world. You know, potatoes are eaten around the world. Eating in countries that we don't initially think of as eating potatoes, but they are eaten. So I'm sure the listeners in your countries wouldn't absolutely know that there are lots of wonderful ways of 
eating potatoes. So that's the sort of fun in a way is that if you, you know, if you're buying something like potatoes at the moment, well, you know, which are a great thing to buy because they keep well, I mean, but do keep them in a, you know, tucked away in the dark, um, you know, in a cool sort of dry, dark place. So they last a bit longer. Um, and then the joy of that, you know, is if you are, if you're not going out to the shops more than once a week, you know, which has been the advice in, in Britain for a long time, um, then you've got this ingredient that you could then, you know, you could make a lovely chicken and potato curry. You could, you know, you could make a Cornish pasty with potatoes and onions, you know, if you don't have, have the meat. You know, there are lots of, you know, you, you can make potato gnocchi. They just, you know, they just is a very versatile ingredient. I asked Jenny if she'd explored particular varieties of potatoes and their culinary uses within the book. I didn't go down the road of, of exploring British varieties particularly because that just would have made no sense for an international readership. But what... But my overall point to people, if you do want to take your potato cooking up a next level, mm. is to really understand that different potato varieties have got different textures. Yes. And broadly speaking, you know, they're between waxy or floury or, or mealy, the Americans call it. If you understand those two basic uh, things about that, some recipes, lots of potato recipes are very versatile. Any type of potato will work well in it. I mean, you can roast. You know, so at home, I, I might. I roast charlotte potatoes because I like the flavour of them, but they give a firmer textured roast potato. If I'm roasting potatoes, they are noticeably lighter and fluffier. You know, it's to do with the quality of the starch content. So that in the floury potatoes, you have this drier starch and it just gives you lighter textured results. So therefore, so some recipes, I realise I doing this book, you know, if you're making a beautiful French potato salad and you want, you know, what you want is firm is potatoes that are waxy, you know, what are called salad potatoes or waxy potatoes. Yes. Um, because they will hold that texture as you boil them and keep it and you, you know, and then you're going to slice them. You don't want them to fall apart and crumble. You want nice, you know, slices of potato, chunks of potato. And then you toss them with your vinegar, especially when they're hot, it's lovely because they really soaks into potato. I'm actually making myself hungry as I talk. Mm. Um, Me hungry and too. then but, you know, then for other, but I was often struck when I was recipe testing, it really brought home to me how light potatoes can be. Because we tend to think of them, I think, as slightly sort of heavy, you know, heavy yes. substantial filling. Actually, you know, a potato, the floury potatoes are amazingly light. You know, you can, there's a whole tradition of using potatoes in pastry, which is the, these floury potatoes, um, adding in that, you know, cooking them, mashing them, adding that in. Any chance of a quick recipe, Jenny? Yeah. So for, for a very sort of quick home riff on a restaurant dessert, I, um, you just use a tortilla, um, as in the tortilla wraps, yeah. and then you fill them, you make a filling with this lovely um, potato mixture, which is sort of spiced with turmeric and onion and garlic and ginger, and the turmeric is a lovely yellow colour, and it's all mashed up, and it's, it's sort of rich and satisfying and tasty, and then you put that in your, in your tortilla as a sort of, you know, it's just a very, very quick, easy version of, of a proper dosa, so, but nice, you know. Mm, simple and delicious. Sounds great, Jenny. And finally, got to ask you, if you were forced to choose one potato dish, we ask everybody, what would you choose? Oh, gosh, when you said that, it's funny, my first thought when you said that was, there's, I'm very fond of this, there's a Malaysian chicken and, and potato curry. Though in a way, you know, perhaps the chicken is more dominant. I mean, that's what I like about potatoes. They can be, they're there as part of a dish often. You know, they share the spotlight. They don't hog it. Um, I am really fond of potatoes. I'd be hard put to pick one, one I'm particularly fond of. I mean, a good potato gratin is a treat, I think, you know. Um, yeah, or, oh, now I'm thinking, oh, oh, and then roast potatoes, you know, essential. 
I mean, good roast potatoes are a joy. Jenny Linford there, highlighting just what it is that we all love about the potato and also showing how hard it is to pick any one favourite potato dish when there are so many delicious things to be made, eaten and enjoyed out there. So much to celebrate with the potato, um, which of course, Tedrick takes us neatly over to Peru. Yeah, so at Planet Potato, every day is uh, Potato Day for us. But uh, Peru actually has a national potato day. And that is on the 30th of May, coming up very soon. So we called our friend Oscar Ortiz from the International Potato Centre, or the Centro Internacional de la Papa, CIP or SIP, uh, to discuss potatoes in Peru and National Potato Day. Hi Oscar, how are you and where are you? Fine, fine. I am uh, in Lima, Peru. Uh, at the moment, and uh, you know where the headquarters of the International Potato Center are. And what's your job in the International Potato Center? Uh, I am the Deputy Director General for Research and Development. I am responsible of overseeing the um, overall research for development agenda of SIP, which has projects in more than 20 countries. Next year, we celebrate our 50th anniversary. And SIP was created to promote uh, the conservation and utilization of potato for food security, nutrition and income. The potato has been important to Peru for a long time, but national potato is not that old. That's right. It was the first day we celebrated it. It was 2005. And um, the idea of uh, celebrating potato, potato is the national crop of Peru. It's our flag a flagship crop, if you want. And uh, the, the, the idea of celebrating it in 2005 was born because of a multiple um, a, a project with participation of different stakeholders, um, government, private sector, educational sector, to promote the consumption of potato, which is such an important crop for us. And therefore, uh, that National Potato Day was created uh, as an event to remember the importance of this important crop in, in cultural ways, in culinary ways, in business um, ways, etc. The main cropping season of potato in the highlands um, actually ends around May and June. And, um, of course, harvest time, a good harvest, is an excellent um, opportunity to celebrate and give thanks to Mother Earth for the generosity of, of, of the food that, uh, that it provides to, to us. So culturally, from Incas and probably before that time, as uh, harvesting of potato was um, a time of celebration where food was available and of course, um, according to um, the cultural traditions, it's time to give thanks. Thanks to um, the Mother Earth, the different gods, um, which are represented in the Andean region by, by the mountains, called in Quechua language, Apus. So it's, it's, um, it has been a tradition already of giving thanks for the generosity of nature for the food being produced. And in 2005, that was formalized by the Peruvian government uh, as a, a way in which the, 
the national society should celebrate that important crop as well. And, and so are there sort of ceremonies involved with that sort of the harvest gathering and the harvest thank, thankfulness, if you like, Thanksgiving? Well, the traditional ceremonies in the fields are what is the, called the payment to earth. It's usually a, a combination of, of the leaves that is time to give back to earth something of the good things it has given us. Um, it's a moment where traditional crops are um, available. Uh, also, some other um, elements of the tra Andean tradition, like coca leaves, are available. Um, some uh, drinks prepared for, for that occasion are available. And there is a, a ceremony to thank um, Mother Earth and the surrounding uh, mountains that actually in reality define the microclimates where potato is cultivated is, is that is a tradition so you after that ceremony of giving thanks you prepare potatoes of course for eating usually you can boil it or in in a small kind of um, oven made in the field with firewood and and then you you just put the potatoes there to cook and you eat potatoes directly from the earth Peru is very rich in cultural tradition and culinary tradition, so potato is an, ex an, an exceptionally flexible ingredient. And particularly because in Peru we have more than 3,000 different types of potatoes with different colors and shapes and flavors, that makes it even more um, promising in, 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 in the way uh, dishes have evolved over years. What would you say your favorite um, Peruvian potato dish is? Since I am in, from the northern highlands of Peru, there is a, a native variety in that region, which is extremely yellow and soft. So um, just a potato soup made with that potato, which tends to dissolve in the soup. Um, and you add just uh, eggs and uh, a natural herb that gives a little bit green color to that soup. That to me is the, the perfect um, dish, my preferred uh, dish. And, and, and so the egg, the egg gets cooked alongside the potato? That's correct. You put that in cooking first the potatoes. When the potatoes are almost done, you just put some eggs and that cooks there. And then you put the green sauce at the end. And that's called actually uh, green soup in the northern highlands of Peru. And that is just very good dish. It has a combination of calories, vitamins and proteins, so all what you need for a day, hard day of work in the field. Tell me about the naturally dried Chuno Blanco potatoes, Oscar. The southern highlands where the, the high altitudes actually allow for having very low temperatures at night below zero, that actually um, helps freezing the potatoes and um, freeze-dry the potatoes. So potatoes are left on, on the top of the soil overnight and then the temperature goes to minus five, minus 10, potatoes um, and get frozen and then they squeeze so the water goes out and you have a dry uh, co a concentration of um, basically carbohydrates, right? Because are dry and the environment at that altitude are, are also dry in, in the atmosphere, you can store those um, that, that source of food for many, many years. And when you need to cook it, you just put it into water again 
and you can prepare soups or stews or, or different other dishes. So the sort of ultimate convenience food, really, that, you know... Well, oh, yeah, that was the first uh, processed um, product made of potatoes probably more than two, 3,000 years ago. And a way of, of conserving potato, because as we know, one of the, the problems with potato is that the, the tuber lasts for one, two months, and then starts uh, sprouting, and, and, and the conservation is not so good unless you have storm facilities. How important is the potato to modern-day Peru? Uh, potato is uh, the, the most important food crop in Peru, and actually it is um, the first producer of, of potatoes in Latin America. Um, so the, this, the, the cultivation and consumption of potato has been growing in the last 10 to 15 years, actually passed from 65 kilograms per year per, per capita per person to 87. And the idea is to keep promoting it so that the consumption keeps growing. Um, because um, in Peru, um, in the highlands is, is the main food. But of course, in lowland areas um, like the coast, rice tend to be, or pasta tend to be other preferred dishes. So there is still a lot of room to grow in terms of consumption of potato, particularly because potato compared to rice or pasta is much more nutritious. The balance of nutrients there, vitamins, minerals, carbohydrates is much better than in other uh, carbohydrate-based products like rice or pasta. And, and the government encourages that as well, then? Yes, and that was part the beginning of the National Potato Day was because the government wanted to promote the consumption of potato and they have been running national uh, campaigns to promote consumption in different ways, particularly the national or the native types of varieties that only exist in the Andean region so that farmers have the opportunity to bring them to the markets and consumers from the cities have the opportunity to really eat different flavors and types of, of potatoes. So that market has been very dynamically growing over the last 10 years or so. Um, and that was all uh, started by a project of SIP in early 2000s, which uh, wanted to respond to the main question, how do we link small scale farmers that cultivate those native potatoes to the big markets in the cities? How is SIP helping preserve and promote the potato? SIP has a gene bank where we conserve these thousands of different types of potatoes. And so the community signed an agreement with SIP for SIP to keep those um, potatoes in the gene bank in case farmers lose them in the field so that um, we can send them back to the communities if they need that. And how many varieties have you got in the, in the, in the gene bank? We are um, around 5,000 different types of potato varieties, 3,000 coming mostly from Peru. Uh, the rest are coming from other parts of Latin America, um, Chile, Bolivia, Argentina, Ecuador, Colombia. Um, of course, we also conserve uh, wild relatives, meaning um, crops that are not uh, potato uh, species that are not consumed at the moment, they are from the wild, uh, but they're the ancestors probably of potatoes. And those uh, um, uh, species are very important because they have genes that confer extreme resistance to diseases or could be also genes that 
give uh, tolerance to drought. So um, that is also part of the collection. So that's why we have around 5,000 different types of potatoes in the gene bank. Why should we love the potato? I would say that potato is the most balanced vegetable source of food that we can have. So just boiled potato could give you a balanced source of nutrients for for people to to live for child for children and uh, so that's why i love this such a humble uh crop but with such a balanced source of uh, of uh, nutrients while eating um in in a boil form in 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 natural form there's a nobility in its humbleness that's correct <laughs> and we are working to increase that uh, nutrient content. SIP is working to increase iron and zinc content, which would make even more promising for the future. How do we learn more about potatoes in Peru and SIP? Yes, um, uh, the easiest way is to go to our um, webpage, www.sippotato.org. I think that uh, a page directs the main sources of information about what SIP does and with the importance of potatoes. And there are blogs attached of important topics and any many other sources of information that we have been producing over the years. So Potato Day in uh, Peru is going to be quite different this year, I think. Um, but... I'm sure they still celebrate their favourite food uh, and as thankful uh, as, as ever for, for the food they gave the world. Mm. Yes, and it'll be interesting to see if 2020 more countries end up having a National Potato Day. Who knows? Certainly, we'd certainly be in favour of that. Yeah. Um, uh, idioms. The potato idiom, or the use of the potato as an idiom. Uh, last episode, we bought you Lashpa Lapatat. Which meant don't let go of the potato. And this week we've got uh, Tonya from Norway to tell us about a phrase involving the potato from her homeland. Hi there, this is Tonya from Audison in Norway, but I live in London at the moment. Um, so a Norwegian phrase, a very famous Norwegian phrase that we have uh, about potatoes is du er en putet. Um, so that is du er en putet. And basically that means you're a potato. And that means um, someone who's a very flexible person, someone who can do any type of job in an office, for instance. Um, and I guess it could be translated to the English version of, like, you're a good egg. Also, if we're talking about my favourite potato dish, um, I think it would be potato balls, which is a national Norwegian dish. And it is what it says on the tin it's grated potatoes mixed with flour made into a ball that's then boiled with some vegetables and some meat into this slimy situation sounds disgusting it tastes delicious and it might actually be my favorite dish in the whole white world so that was me thanks tonya and with the bonus of a brilliant sounding recipe thrown in great right so now it's time for one of the undisputed highlights of the Planet Potato podcast. Kick back, relax and luxuriate in the wonderful tones of Ian McKinnon from the Isle of Lewis, Outer Hebrides, Scotland, as he takes us through the magnificent potato varieties 
beginning with C. Cabaret Cabritas Caesar Camota Camel Camelot Cameo Canela Russet Captain Capuchin Cara Carola Carlingford Carolus Casablanca Cotrian Celine Champion Challenger Charlemont Charlotte Chasky Shelina Cheyenne Cherie Chicago Shiloe Chincha Chopin Churchill Ciclame Cielo Claret Clavella Blanca Clevna Colette Colleen Cream of the Crop Colomba Compass Constance Corolle Cosmos Courage Courlan Crisps for All Cultra Serrano Crisps for All has always been a favourite of mine. Thanks, Ian. And if that hasn't brought your blood pressure down, I don't know what will. So, Anna, what have we learned on Planet Potato this time? Well, apart from the fact that technology via Zoom can be a bit of a nightmare, um, from the wonderful Jenny, I have learned to always be mindful before I start cooking with potatoes that I've got the right potato for the job, whether that's waxy or floury. From Oscar, we've learnt that Peru's potato future is just as bright as its potato past. And well, from Tonya, we've learned that in Norway, what an example to the rest of us, a potato is a person who's flexible, adaptable, just the sort of person we all need to be, especially in current times. So, uh, as ever, if anybody out there would like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. And you can get in touch via... Uh, it's info at worldpotatomarkets.com if you want to in, uh, email us, info at worldpotatomarkets.com or you can follow us or tweet us on Twitter and that's at planetpotatopod, at planetpotatopod. So, all that remains to be said, I guess, is whether you're boiling, frying, mashing, roasting, or baking, lashpa la patate. Lashpa la patate. Don't, Don't let, let go, go of the, the potato. potato.